Chronicles, it's your host Mo, and to my left is Hey Marie, what's good? To my right is Whitney. Yeah, what's up? Y'all can see us, we can see you. Not really, we can feel you though. For sure. We in this thing, y'all, and tonight we are choosing violence. Choosing violence. Choosing violence. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. From beginning to end. Um, these aren't other people's questions this time. This is all us. <laughs> <laughs> and we just thought, you should see this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We, you, we, should, you should see these shenanigans. We came to talk a little shit today. Yeah. So, um, let's jump right in. <laughs> Since we're choosing violence, we're going to start with a hot topic. Mm. Um, we're going to talk about the whole phase. Okay. Now, the whole phase is known as a time, a period in a young woman's life <laughs> where she decides to be essentially for the streets. Now, <laughs> depending on what type of woman she is, um, she may have boundaries and intentions set mm-hmm, during mm-hmm. this phase, or she just may not. She could just be for the streets. Yes. So, <laughs> let's dive into the whole phase um i feel like the whole phase can be scary it can it can if it's brought on by a little (laughs) bit of trauma yeah. And, it's, and it's not necessarily for yourself. Damn, you started for so real. You I started know. so real, but yeah. Because that's usually how it is. True. It, it usually does spring after trauma. It's like, fuck that nigga. Yeah. I feel like sometimes, but I feel like sometimes it's just like on some self-exploration. I'm grown. My body's whatever. Yeah. I'm just figuring this out. You may only had a few partners, and now you like shit. I'm trying to see what the block. You know what I'm saying? What the fuck yeah, about? You know? Yeah, yeah. Spin the block, because really, what it means is you're just not in a stable relationship, but you still want to have relations. Have relations. Well, there, there's different. There's levels, right? Yeah, to right, whole right, phase right, right, because yeah. that that's a high level of whole phase where it is. It's it is. like 
Um, honestly, like that's probably about the phase that I'm stepping into. Like okay. I've been real, real chill, real, mm-hmm. real chill, real, real, real chill. chill. <laughs> <laughs> so now it's like, all right, like what's up? Let's see what's out here. So I am, I don't, I'm not trying to be in a relationship. I'm trying to see what's out here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But the like typical whole phase is like some wilding out shit. Like mm-hmm. that's on that like no fucks given, yeah. like um sexual freedom. Mm-hmm. That's where all you know, like mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. No apologies. You know, sorry, I'm not sorry, because I'm out here doing what the fuck I okay. feel like doing. Question. Would y'all agree that when you get to a certain age, it just look different? A whole phase may look different. It does. I think it should. Depending it, on maturity. It, it should. It should. Yeah. Because I think when you get to a certain age, I don't even know. I, we may need to come up with another it name. Terms, because I wouldn't say that I'm about to be in a whole phase. Like, yeah. I'm grown as hell. Like, I'm not finna be out I'm here. I'm having sex because I want to. It's not about nobody else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Know, that's sometimes why the whole phase, like, really young. I feel mm. like it's concerning. It is. Yes. It is. It is. I kind. I'm kind of glad I had mine. Um, not too early, but I mean, hey, tell my business. Um, <laughs> I'm glad I had mine at a time where I was not. I. It was past 21, mm-hmm. so it's like, I'm. You know, I'm 21 at this point. We taking trips, we yeah, drinking, we, kind of yeah. I mean, we've been doing all this shit, but now as a grown person, I'm paying bills in the apartment, like, I'm working. I got I'm, my own spot, because, yeah. look, if you don't have your own place to go, <laughs> you should not be home. <laughs> Even if it's a dorm, you know, because a lot of whole phases happen in college. So, they do. True. No. They do. Okay, yeah, but don't, don't be hoeing at your parents' house, like, oh. You know? I think a lot of people did a lot of hoeing mm. at their parents' house. Sometimes you ain't got no choice. Or they niggas parents' house. Yeah. But um, yeah. Well, at a certain age. Don't be don't be hoeing at your parents' house at a certain age. You need to get a telly. This is what I'm saying. Do y'all feel like every woman goes through a hoe phase? To a certain extent. In some shape or form. If you yeah. want to have sex, then you do. There's some kind of Period. <laughs> There's some kind of like, and you're not um, married or engaged. Burst or... of sexual freedom that you get where it's like, okay, I, I nigga got neat. Like, I nigga got. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. Or, like you said, I'm trying to see what's out here. Mm-hmm. Or you got you got the one whole phase where it's like, I was, you know, like, I've only had one boyfriend and da da da. And now we broke up and da da da. And now my friends then kind of. Tell mm-hmm. me I need to get out here and blase blase like yeah know. yeah it's variations for yeah. sure but I feel like my whole phase low key didn't have very much sex actually didn't have any sex for real but I feel like it was probably the most out here that I ever was mm-hmm. like I think honestly because I wasn't really ready to be having sex with nobody else just after. What happened? What it happened with my last relationship? Yeah. I was just like, uh, I'm over him, and I do kind of want to get out here, mm-hmm. but I ain't really trying to do nothing. <laughs> true, true. I also think my whole face consisted of, for me, 
finding a consistent sexual partner that I necessarily didn't want to um, be in a relationship with, Mm -hmm. but that I could trust to a certain extent, and it was good sex. Like, I was like, okay, when I find that, I'm not really fucking around no more. I mean, it wasn't a relationship by any means, but I was like, okay, this works. Yes. And but see, that's yes. what I that's I think that's kind of like an age thing because I don't I'm not trying to be just like any and everybody, and I'm definitely not now, especially at my age. And I'm saying during that time, the reason why I refer to that specifically as a whole phase because I was trying different things to find that. Yeah. You may have discernment about trying different things at this age versus what I was on. <laughs> I was out here dating everybody. Low key, I was like, I'm single. I can go <laughs> dates with whoever. I don't know what I like anymore. My yeah. world just got shifted. I did that a little bit. <laughs> yeah. I did that a little bit. Once the fuck buddy got found, it was just like. I mean, is like, dating, is that included in the whole phase? I like don't know, dating? but I feel like from the outside looking in, if you don't know my business and know what I'm doing with who, you it might, it probably look like, a, it like to anybody that doesn't know my business, I know it looked like a whole phase. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, honestly, let's be real. You the nigga who will be out looking loved up and not... And not be loved up. <laughs> that is true. That so is very true. So, if you judge it from the outside, looking, you might be like, what is she on? Oh, she here with another nigga? Oh. You know, but no, <laughs> quit meddling. Right. We grown. Everybody's grown. But and informed. I just feel like whole wisely. We always say that. We always say ain't no judgment on the whole, ain't no... But I just say whole wisely. And I feel like... I don't think men have a whole face, but what I will say is give women grace for theirs, please, men, because y'all was home before it was time for the face. Some of y'all. Yeah. yeah. I feel like men's whole face starts like a, when they start having sex, low-key. It's not even a phase. It's like a continuum. Like, until they decide to settle with somebody, they're just home. <laughs> it's a settle phase. Yeah. <laughs> well, I guess we should. Um, that made me think, like, is it hoeing? I don't feel like it's I just hoeing, think they call honestly. it that because when you said yeah. that, I was like, I mean, is are they hoeing or are they just fucking people they attracted to? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, well, I think there are levels. A, that's always a debate, though. Like, there what are is hoeing? Uh, yeah, and I feel like there are levels. Like, some niggas are not really like interested in the woman at all. They yeah. want, they want pussy. They gonna get it. Like, we know that. But, you know, some might be really dating and seeing what's up and buying dinners and meeting parents. So maybe that needs to be the whole phase. Like, if you're just out here just for the physical pleasure. Yes. Like, I ain't necessarily looking for no connection. Yeah. I ain't. I'm just trying to fuck. I think that defines it. There so we that's go. where we can <laughs> wrap that in. That defines it. If you just out here trying to get some physical connection and you ain't looking to tie up nothing, that don't mean something can't get. Tied up, blossomed. You feel me? But because mm-hmm. you know, soul ties real too. Yeah. So you tying something up when you eh. don't play too much. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> let's move on to the next topic, which is <laughs> bitches proposing. The reason why I had to be derogatory and say bitches because I feel like any any woman on her knee to a man <laughs> is a bitch. Ooh. Oh. Oh. I, I thought we were choosing. <laughs> we are. <laughs> Hey, you know what? I was being soft for a second. I'm taking that. 
We are. You can tell our natural I mean, modality is not choosing violence. That's funny. So yeah, when do. I get in character, I get in character. I mean, slick because it's like, bitch, get your ass yes. up. But no. Actually, they deserve. We deserve. We need to choose violence for them because yes. they chose violence, and they make us look bad. Well, I feel like okay, if a nigga chooses to like, n- like a nigga knows you're not gonna say yes, <laughs> like he know you're not ready, and chooses to like sneak around, get your family, get you out in front of everybody, <laughs> got the cameras and shit, and propose. That nigga chose violence he because did. I'm wrong if I say yes and then pull you, pull you to, to the side and tell you no, it's a no, and then I'm real wrong. If I be like, fuck out of here. Yeah, just walk away everybody in front of your mama, your granny, your aunties. And so that's choosing violence. And I feel like that's the same thing as a woman proposing to a man. <sighs> because. I mean, I just don't understand the basis of doing that. Like, like it's like, let them have that. Like, you know, <laughs> let them have that. I got an embarrassing choosing violence uh, story to tell about that. You know, in my young days, I was definitely watching Jim Jones and Chrissy. Oh, yeah. And listen, I mean, first of all, I always felt like Jim Jones was a catch, period. Jim Jones is a catch, period. (laughs) Zaddy, period. No disrespect, period. But I was like, you know, Chrissy, Chrissy, but she did propose. She did propose to him. And during that time, I was messing with somebody. The only way I felt like I could keep him is if I, you feel me? (laughs) Proposed. Trapped him up. Not necessarily proposed because I wasn't thinking about asking him to marry me. Uh-oh. But I was like, <laughs> maybe I just need to t- tell him he mine. You feel me? Like, I mm. need to. And But truth be told, I know in, in my mind and my heart now, I feel like it wouldn't have been real until he made that decision. Yeah, because you know it's what I'm like. It's or like, we made it together or something. Like, I, I, I don't want to be embarrassed. That's number one. And I feel like. It's kind of embarrassing. Yeah. It's just a little embarrassing. But during my young phase, I was like, she got the right idea. <laughs> Hell no. Nah. I think it's just... Uh, it's like very... Because uh, I want to be all Demasculating women for men, is it? I think it can be. Because I want to be all women in power, flip the gender roles, all of that, all of that. But... <laughs> It yeah, it just I I don't have no like concrete logical um defense against defense why against like- why I don't fuck with that, but I just don't. It don't look cute. It looks like it looks desperate a little bit. Honestly, like it does look a little like giving it's giving a little desperation I mean, because. We- most times, it's, you know that he's not ready to get married. Well, that was the thing that I see deeper now in the thing with Chrissy and Jim, which they're still together. Shout out to them. Yeah. No disrespect. I think it's beautiful that they kept rocking. But that was the underlying thing that was like, she was desperate. It showed in the show. Mm-hmm. Not necess- mm-hmm. And I mean, I'm not saying desperate to just have anybody desperate to have the man that I love. I've been holding down. I've been and I think doing it, was, it. I think more so it was also desperation because a desperation to fit into a certain title a, and mold. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. That people say that I should do. And I think because 
in some form in some way they had to drop that that is why they were able they're able to still be together yeah yeah they because had to she they're had still to. not married but as I was say because that same mode that compels you to i feel like have that urge to be married nine times out of ten it doesn't like it contradicts with a woman proposing to a man mm-hmm. like that man same social felt. standard like that's true that's, you you gonna flip the gender roles to propose to him and then do everything at the wedding yeah if, because see i seen something i seen a comment when like uh, on social media about this and somebody was like so so do you become the head of the household because you propose mm-hmm. and i was like that might, that's a good question because i think like in a sense if you're asking someone to... You're agreeing to take a leadership role. Exactly. Mm, exactly. Mm. Just like in the same sense that we kind of feel like if you ask me on the date, you should be responsible mm-hmm. to cover it because you asked me. Or, yes. if, I, or if I ask. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Vice versa. Yeah. Exactly. I agree. So. I agree. And most women are not prepared to do that. Yeah. And that is just the truth of the matter. Even if they are prepared to do that, well, the bitch do a good job. I said we choose violence, so I'm just saying shit. And, but, and I mean, Will most she? of y'all don't like it. You don't want that. You want to be taken care you of. Do. And I think regardless of if you're able to take care of yourself, you want to be taken care of. We joke like that all the time. I, 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 please take care of me. Please take care of me and my friends. <laughs> take care of me and my friends. All volunteer at one time. I mean... Come Please on. and thank you. But th- <laughs> that don't mean I'm finna be lazy and leaving off your mm-hmm. living no. solely off your mm-hmm. dime. I want you to take care of me so I can free up time to, to take to take, to care, to of take us. care of us. <laughs> Period. Because I'm ready to nurture some ideas. I'm ready to you feel me? That's all we need. Mm-hmm. That w- that's the anyway. Yeah, bitches, stop proposing. Yeah. Please. Just that's please. And even if you do, why we gotta make a stick? Cool. Uh, it, I think that became expensive because it was like, what the hell? But why? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Never mind. If you got one of them relationships where he wants you to propose, do your thing. Do your thing. Do your Period. thing. Period. But it's enough for me, dog. And we don't approve here at the Red Couch. And as I've also seen in PSA, Tini and my friends, if mm-hmm. y'all ever knocking <laughs> <laughs> you clean the fuck out. Clean out. Don't it. ask me. Nah. <laughs> And now on to the next. I'm gonna fuck up the proposal. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to move on before she said it, but yeah, we definitely fucking up the proposal. Yeah. Crashing nah. it. Mm-mm. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> to the next topic, we're going even deeper into the choosing violence rabbit hole. Fucking someone's lover. We mm. sleeping in somebody else's bed. <laughs> I mean, you know, I can't. Okay. But yeah, where you been? Nah, I can't be on that type of time. The karma. Yeah. Now it's a difference if you don't know. Guilty. That's very different. <laughs> That's very different. That's a, you know, I, I there's so many people who end up in situations where they just. Do not know. Mm-hmm. And I think it's unfortunate for the people on the other side who be mad and they don't realize that they ain't know about you. Yeah. <laughs> I realize y'all been in love and in love. But we didn't know. I didn't know I about didn't her. Know. I didn't know. Yeah. I think that's just, I think we're going to say for the red couch, that's violence that we do not choose. 
No. Willingly. No. I don't willingly choose to be with somebody who's already taken. It's I don't it's just too much. Just too much. Like I don't know. Very very there's very few, I think, individuals who have the emotional depth and maturity to um be with like being like being in polygamous relationships because it takes a lot of honesty and transparency uh, and a lot of um, elevated communications. It just takes a lot of elevated skills to be in those type of relationships. And we're not in a community or society that fosters those type of skills. <laughs> if we're being honest, she just laid it down. Yep. So it's a no. And it's like, I'm a little selfish personally, as I think people, a lot of people take that modality and I don't like being lie. I mean, I don't like having to lie about shit, especially as I'm like at this age. Like, why am I lying? Like, yeah. why am I lying? No, just. But if you choose to fuck with somebody who with somebody else, I mean, my power to you. I mean, not my power to you, but just know you're taking on a lot. You're taking on a lot of energies. You're taking on a lot of deception. Um, it's just a lot that comes with that. That it, it don't. I don't feel like really be worth it. Yeah. You said it all. You got anything? Nah, you kind of came in and <laughs> killed me. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Nothing else to say about that. Y'all know how we feel about that. And so bring that shit over here, nigga. <laughs> if you got, if you already doing what you doing, please don't bring that to us. Thank you. Kindly. Now, on to the next one. Into the choosing violence rabbit hole a little more. Is it natural to desire revenge? That's automatically choosing violence. If you choosing revenge, more than likely, revenge usually be something that hurts somebody else. Even if it ain't physically, yeah. it's usually going to put a tear in whatever they got going. But do y'all think that it's natural to desire that? I say yes. I think so I too. definitely think, I think so. it's it's a part of human nature. Yeah. Like fuck all of that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You did some shit to me. Usually if somebody's done to yeah. me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Usually if somebody's done something to me, I like am instantly trying to figure out what the fuck I can do to hurt them. But not just refrain. Yeah, I would just say like now I will say after that initial thought and uh, all the crazy thoughts, mm. it's like I'm good. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's going to get taken care of mm-hmm. yeah. whether I choose to or not. And if I take care of it, I'm probably going to have to pay for that <laughs> in the end, yes. too. Yes. Yeah. It, it's something that I say a lot now. Ever since I said it once, I've been saying it every time that the best thing I can do is spare you. Period. So most of the time, you know, it is natural for me to want revenge, but I'm not able to seek that based on what the knowledge I have, based on who I am. Mm-hmm. I can't, but I be wanting to. Mm-hmm. I be wanting to she seek revenge on y'all. y'all. Yeah. I do. She spare a lot. I do. Between I do. My feel, my, you know, <laughs> it, and, it, and, and most of the time, y'all, it's the, the revenge part comes for me because... Naturally, okay, I can get salty about something somebody do and move on. 
it's when my feelings is hurt. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I think that's when I yeah. naturally want, like, mm-hmm. even if I'm not showing them my feelings, that don't mean no crying, no emotion has yeah. been just, you know, used on it yet. But I, my feelings hurt. Yep. And when you so used to getting your feelings hurt, y'all, it ain't, you know, it takes a minute to me sometimes for it to set in. Like, I see that person again and I see something they said, or I, it's just weird shit that be happening mm-hmm. that. Make you be like, all right, how am I going to get this motherfucker? Make you want to do magic on him. Mm-hmm. I'm choosing violence. So I'm just being real. Make me want to do magic on you. Like, don't even got to talk to you, but your life fucked up because I done did an old spell on you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, witch in this motherfucker. Now I'm playing, but yeah. now I mean, I'm saying, you don't know what people can be. That's true, though. You don't know what people into. You don't know. Or trying to put up on you because you done done some shit to them. So mm-hmm. stop doing shit to people. That's what I was about to say. The yeah. wrath of revenge is probably what you should really be more afraid of. Yes. Yeah. And I think that there is a certain point where revenge is, I guess, um, acceptable. Or I don't, I don't know if it's revenge, but just defending yourself. Like sometimes revenge could look like me. Defending, defending myself, myself. Mm-hmm. because there's a lot of times we don't defend ourselves in situations that could lead to me having to get revenge in some other way. If I would have, yeah. maybe if I would have defended myself, it wouldn't even escalated to that. Mm-hmm. But a lot of times we let shit go, we let shit go, and then it's time for revenge. That's mm-hmm. what gives you the the. Yep. Uh, you feel me? The energy yep. for the revenge. It pumps you up to do some crazy ass shit. Yep. Because that right there is the main reason why I just would never want to really fight somebody. Because, mm-hmm. you know, nigga lets you go all the time. Yeah. So, ain't no, like, if 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 you got me to that level, there's no telling what else is coming with that. Because <laughs> you just, yeah. Yeah. And I have to be mindful because if I start to tap into that, I'll get on a whole revenge streak. Right. Like, I'm about to level... All the scores, <laughs> like <laughs> fuck it. Yep. All everybody, everybody, everybody that I ever remember doing anything, getting the smoke. <laughs> everybody getting the smoke. Yeah, top to bottom. People catching strays. Yep. Mm-hmm. Casualties. Yeah. So I refrain. Yeah, I and have I, to. And, and it's crazy. I'm gonna bring this back up because they tried to get on me, tell me that I don't let shit go. But <laughs> honestly, honestly, I do. I just talk too damn much. <laughs> I do let shit go. <laughs> I just say too much that I'm feeling in the moment. And that's dangerous. But what I will say is, sometimes, even if I talk passionately about some shit, don't mean I ain't let it go. Because if I didn't, it would be a part of that blow up. You know, most of the time, I'm thankful that I do kind of let go of other people's shit. That when my blows come, they're usually very personal. It's when I blow up. It's usually some shit that's like, then like, it's not some shit somebody else necessarily did. I blow up about that. I let that go. I talk to them about it. I talk to about it on the podcast. Hell, I may put a post up about it and I'm over it. Then found a quote. But to now, match yep, mm-hmm. quote came to me. I ain't even find it. Now that's what on my story. Them quotes come to me, so don't be mad about it. Anyway. Where was I at? Forgot. Don't do drugs. Um, <laughs> no, I was going to say, like, most of the time, I feel like when my blow-ups happen and it's some revenge shit, it's because of something I've done 
to me or yeah. disrespecting mm-hmm. of self or didn't follow my intuition or didn't like, and, and then that may cause a stray for me to want revenge on somebody who probably ain't even barely done nothing on some crazy shit, yeah. but it's never like the build up from like you, what you did or what you, like, right, right. I can't hold that. Right. I can't hold that. It'll. Because when things affect me, they really do. Yeah, it's like, I just keep letting motherfuckers disrespect me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now I'm about to spaz out. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yep. yeah. And then, too, then I had to get beside myself. Yep. And to remind myself, well, why did you expect better from them? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you should be mad at yourself. Exactly. Having them expectations, knowing... And I guess that's what I mean by it yeah. always comes back around to you. Yeah. I'm the one who ends up takes responsibility for it in the mm-hmm. end, which yeah. is what pisses me off more. Because <laughs> yep, now I'm big mad. <laughs> I keep <laughs> finding myself having to do this shit. Again. Yeah. 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 Okay. So now, last but not least, we have our red couch confessions. It's been a minute. Mm-hmm. Since we've been on the confession type of time. But it's time for us to go on and confess how we choose violence in our daily life. Or it ain't got to be in our daily life, but it can just be something you actively choose violence on most of the time. Or you have a moment where you chose violence and it was necessary. Oh, and, and it, it was, was necessary. necessary or unnecessary, <laughs> oh, either right. or. Just use the variety, whatever you <laughs> want about you choosing violence. It's the time now to speak on that. Red couch confessions. Oh, um, I don't have a specific like thing that happened where I chose violence mm-hmm. that I can like just kind of recall mm-hmm. but I choose violence in two different ways mm-hmm. it's either I'm being an asshole because I'm like in my feelings about some shit mm-hmm. or my ego is up and I'm feeling myself mm-hmm. <laughs> so I'll talk a lot of shit ram shit yeah yep mm. I choose violence by ignoring people. <laughs> oh, that's so real. That's so real. I came to confess. <laughs> we laying it all out here. Yeah. <laughs> yup. Um. Sorry. That's funny. Um. I think I choose violence by. Um. <laughs> Um, hey, why anything a self reflection? I don't want it to be how I choose violence. I don't want it to be a self reflection because I was about to say something. How I choose violence to myself. Mm. Um, nah, I choose violence on on other people. Yeah, um, probably by lying to them. Yep. Yeah. It's the truth. And not even a lot. Because, see, to me, sometimes lie are the things left unsaid sometimes. They are. They and are. I'm not saying that I'm lying to you making up something. I'm saying I'm lying to you. By omission. By omission. Mm-hmm. And it's unfortunate. Because 
I see the um, spiral that people be in sometimes. It's in my life and in my family, and I watch it. And and I try to interject what I can, but my spirit knows that I should probably be interjecting more or sometimes when these things happen, say it then or not letting shit just, I don't know. I don't know how I... know if I would say that's you choosing violence. I would say you choose violence when your feelings get hurt. I do. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we kind of already, but yeah. Like, that's probably when you really choose violence because then you get, you be getting, <laughs> you be getting real ugly. <laughs> Nigga will say anything. Won't back down. I, I don't know if that's some, like, fire shit because I get like that too, but nigga won't back down. Like, I think you will push like, it until like, or if you feel like somebody else getting in their feelings, that's also when you choose violence. If you feel like somebody else getting in their feelings about some shit and starting to be ugly, oh, that's when you really turn it yeah, up. Yeah, because remember, fight you up. Because I don't know if I should say this, but the time before oh last when Leah was here mm-hmm. and y'all was going back and forth about that place. <laughs> <laughs> he was calling her lazy. Like you just the second that you realized you struck yes, her. Yes, when you, you realized she was mad about that. Oh, you started going in. <laughs> so y'all are not gonna agree that she didn't choose violence as well. I'm not gonna say she did. We're not talking about her. Okay, though. cool, cool, cool. Yes, I did. Yes, I did. Yes, I did. Yes, I did. I chose violence. No. I, yes, you chose violence. Not actively, but yeah, that was choose of violence for sure. Not active. I was like, I'm about to get to it. But, you know, it just happens like that, you know? I feel like your subconscious, once it finds the nerve, yeah, it likes it's like, like oh, you want to be big mad? In. Okay, be big mad then. Well, also, it's just an exercise of ego, too. Yeah, it's still choosing violence. I'm just saying, it's I mean, I but like I think ego choosing is choosing violence. Is. Like, I mean, you that's what I'm saying. It is an exercise of ego in that moment. But yes, I agree. Thanks for pointing me out. Thanks, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Mine wasn't good enough. <laughs> I didn't say that it wasn't good enough. I was just saying I don't think that's that's a real depiction of you choosing violence. I mean, I think that's that happens all the time though. I feel like y'all say that to me all the time. People though, yes. you sparing people. Because because the only reason, you, okay, the only okay, reason okay, you're okay. using violence. Exactly. Okay, I, it's violent to me. That's why I said. It's still introspective. I still use well, the introspective it's like what we, but it's, it's violent to my nature. It's violent to who I am to like keep taking yes, on energy and because, shit. This because to like what Winnie said earlier, it's like I feel like I'm not being a good whoever to you if I'm not telling you the whole truth. But sometimes in a lot of those situations, you know that like it's going to do more detriment to them if I lay it out to them blatantly and unless I just kind of let things happen and then interject when the time arises which is true that's the that's the aftermath of it but you I have to deal with the energy and and that feels very violent while it's happening that's why I used it but I agree I will get on a nigga (laughs) period fuck with me if you want to (laughs) 5150 <laughs> certified <laughs> okay 
So, y'all know how we like to end the show every time with everything is everything. A little light, a little love for your week. Who wants to go first? Um. Okay, I'll go. Uh, my everything is everything is this week is being open and okay being open and living in your truth does not mean telling your business yes agreed <laughs> and agreed. i'm just gonna leave it at that dang agreed. and even when you feel like somebody telling their business there may not be we say a lot on here and we ain't told our business shit not really <laughs> nah <laughs> My now I will say my light was about to be a little business though. <laughs> That's all right. Just a tad. Not really telling my business, but well. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I feel like I'm seeing. Mm, Reel it in, reel it in. Mm, yep. <laughs> you threw me with your light. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, be mindful of how you move, even if it's not out of revenge. But like all of these choosing violence acts, being the person receiving the violence or being the person who is committing the violence, you pay a price for it. And a lot of people end up collateral damage a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. So be mindful of the collateral damage people. And they are allowed to be mad <laughs> about the fallout. And you have to let people's feelings be justified. True. And it's not your job to discredit them, even if you don't agree. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That wouldn't be, isn't it? You it changed wasn't. it. I, I, I had to. <laughs> I altered I spoke, it a little bit. Well, I spoke about it differently. Okay. Okay. <laughs> it was business, but I spoke about it differently. Um, I think my everything's everything is my bad, Leah. You feel me? <laughs> <laughs> we love you. I'm going. I'm going to test you before anybody else will. You feel me? So when you deal with the egos of the world, you won't have a problem because I gave it to you first. <laughs> Period. Anyway, <laughs> out of love, of course. Um, but my everything's everything is probably, I had one, and I lost it. No. You ain't lose it. You ain't lose it. You still there. You ain't lose it. You still there. It was something I heard this week. Was it old girl that you've been watching? Who? Uh, I don't know. She an older lady, I think. I don't know her name. Oh, it's her. It's Vicky. Yes, thank you, 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 this is for me and this is for y'all too. That's what my shit always is. But it's it's crazy that she said what she said because it's a critique on that. But um, you know, whenever you're in a position like on a microphone or you help people or you're in any service position where you're involved with uh people, you essentially think of yourself as a doctor. Why? Because a lot of well, no, no, no. Think of yourself as a surgeon. 
because I mean, you literally mm-hmm. operating on things for people. You when the surgeon do the surgery, baby. You got to have an anesthesiologist there, baby. Why? Because you got to get numbed. I can't just mm-hmm. go straight in as a service provider mm-hmm. or surgeon, if as we want to call it right now, and just cut you open. Mm-hmm. You know, I used to say this thing back in the day. And shout out to all my babies who had to experience me like this. But it did used to be, I'm going to cut you. But I'm definitely going to put the Band-Aid on. I didn't numb them first. Mm-hmm. I never used to numb them first. Now, to me, numbing was showing you love. And I feel like I learned that from my grandmother, which is not, I'm not going to say it's toxic, but I suffered I suffered from that. I mm-hmm. suffered from that in a negative way sometimes because because you love me, this shit ain't supposed to hurt what you're saying. Yeah. But I did that to people. I'm like, shit, this, I love you, so this shouldn't hurt when I cut you. And then put the Band-Aid on, too. Mm-hmm. How can you? But when she said that, I was like, you know what? I haven't been numbing them first. Mm-hmm. Number one, letting them know that um, maybe maybe first off that I'm not even, I'm not judging you or whatever that may be. Mm-hmm. Numb them so they understand the place that you're coming from. Mm-hmm. Um, also, even though this may, this is toxic, I want to talk about this, too. Damn, I... Everything's coming out right now, but whenever we, um, no, I just don't want to talk about numbing. I also want to talk about like whenever we interact, um, damn, how do I put this? Anyway, numb people before you cut them mm-hmm. open. And honestly, sometimes we don't realize what's cutting people open. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, a simple critique can sometimes cut people open. Even if it's an honest critique, a respectful, Mm -hmm. honest critique, a respectful critique, it can still cut somebody wide open and you ain't give them no numbing. I know what it is I was about to say. I used to think that explaining to somebody your own experience helped to numb them, but Mm -hmm. it doesn't. Mm -hmm. Most of the time... People don't give a fuck what you've been through. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what? It hurts me sometimes. That that hurts me. Because, and that's and that's a selfish thing, I feel. I don't say selfish. That it hurts me that people don't care what I'm telling you that I've been through the same thing. Well, it's hurtful not, because it's it because people kind of discredit what you're saying because they don't um well, not even that. It's hurtful because you end up going through the same bullshit that you could have avoided if you would have um, took heed to took heed to what I was saying. Yeah, and and I think well, and kind of like it, it is kind of respect thing because it's like it's like people don't people think you bullshitting or something. It's like yeah. you don't know what you're talking about. You don't know what you're talking about. You ain't been through, but but my way is different, and it's like. They don't know how to like grasp the bigger picture. Mm-hmm. It's like, no, I didn't go exactly through what you went through, right? But, but it's you still could just similar. look at the yeah. And I think also too, it's like I chose to be vulnerable and honest with you mm-hmm. at a time when I didn't necessarily you have, have to. to. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I, I just want to say I thought that was my numbing agent. I guess when she was speaking about um, like numbing people and knowing, like, because what she was speaking about 
was the people who are lifted up on pedestals, kind of like somebody like Kevin Samuels who toes the line of sometimes disrespecting women, Mm -hmm. but you're supposed to be giving them advice. And you can see how this can be painful for some women, even though they sign up for it, Mm -hmm. if you don't give them no numbing. There's a lot of knowledge that Kevin Samuels has that he could probably numb these people properly. But for whatever reason, whether that be views, whether that be entertainment, whether that be just how he want to present himself, he does not. So, I guess that's all I wanted to say about numbing people. Look, check your numbing agent. I do y'all do y'all think that's a good numbing agent? Did I try to share my shit? Uh, I think in the idea of it seems like it would be, but I think after you know, as trying to do that and seeing it's unsuccessful, it's just unsuccessful i think it's a good effort but i think um kind of to your point also i think another uh thing people use is like people saying they blunt well i'm just blunt and i'm just straightforward and it's like uh it's, it's a cape you use to try to excuse for yourself from cutting people open and i think that's a good point you make because you can still be straightforward with somebody without uh being rude about it now every now and then sometimes you do have to cut people open Mm -hmm. it's like there's a Mm -hmm. time to do that if you keep coming to me about the same thing over and over Mm -hmm. again at some point i'm just going to cut you the fuck wide open because bitch you ain't been listening and i've been telling you and now all none of my numbing agents work none of my numbing agents work every numbing tool in my damn surgeon kit i done used but if this is my first time coming to you are you this your first time coming to me about something like I definitely need to, like I, I think that's very you definitely need to numb them because it's like bitch I don't damn I'm trying to kind of to like you saying too I'm trying to be vulnerable with you and <laughs> and, and this is what, and, and, and because of my educational process I realized like on some psychology shit that numbing somebody could take could take a while. <laughs> you know uh-huh, what I'm saying? Like, uh-huh. numbing people literally takes, like, and these people ain't paying me, y'all. So I have to toe that line. And I mean, not saying that there shouldn't be the general courtesy of numbing in any situation. But I'm saying, in the situations I sometimes be in, where I'm slick a mentor, or I'm slick a counselor, or I'm slick a coach, I realize that that numbing process, baby... I may be talking to you for three months Mm -hmm. before I'm able to really tell you the truth about about your situation. And that takes some patience, boy. I'm getting old, boy. Because my patience is slowing down enough to be able to do that. But, boy. But I think that's also to the extent where I've seen this circulating. But it's like also be mindful of emotionally dumping on people like because you don't know like a lot of times i think it's because so many people are emotionally dumping on you at one time and so Mm -hmm. the other people don't realize like you're not the only one like (laughs) dumping dumping. you're not the only one dumping so sometimes you kind of as like needing to vent is i mean having someone you can vent to is kind of necessary but you still have, you just got to be mindful and respectful of other people's uh, emotions and what state they in. You know? Yeah. That went a whole nother way. Yeah. 
Yeah, it did. Whole nother part of the show. Lord have mercy. <laughs> All right. <laughs> that was everything is everything. Um, y'all can follow us on Instagram at Red Couch Chronicles. And on Twitter at Red Couch Vibes. And we're on YouTube and this video will be there as well. Hey. At the Red Couch Chronicles. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in. Um, we hope that you choose violence this week. Don't hurt anybody else, but <laughs> choose violence. Yeah, flex your ego a bit. Why not? It's good exercise. <laughs> Peace. Peace. TRCC. It's the Red Couch. Red Couch. The Red Couch Chronicles. 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 Come sit on our couch.